Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. So glad you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And before we get into the Word, I'd like to say a prayer first. So please bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. I thank you, Lord, for putting the message together today and the scriptures that you want me to read. I pray, Father, that you give me double the Holy Spirit today and you speak through me and it's your words that are spoken through my mouth. And I pray that you open all the people's eyes and ears and heart and mind and soul to your word and message today. And your will always be done, Lord, not mine. And I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus, amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Sometimes you may hear me say Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. So last week we read in John 4, 24, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And that's the message today. Spirit is obviously the Holy Spirit who guides and directs us. And truth is the word of God. That is the truth. And so I'm going to give you two examples of how the Spirit can lead us and direct us to make the right decisions and how the Word of God can lead us and direct us how to grow in Christ. Amen? Amen. All right. So if you have your Bibles today, turn to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30 and before i read that passage i want to set the stage david has already killed goliath and he is looked up as a warrior saul makes him ruler over the the warriors over the soldiers over all the men of war but at some point, Saul gets very jealous of David. Um, he comes back from war and the women are singing and dancing for Saul. But they say the words, Saul has slain his thousand and David his ten thousand. Well, now Saul is jealous of David and he says, what more can David do but take my kingdom? And so David knows that his life's in danger and so he flees. And he has 600 men that follow him, warriors. And so he flees and reading in uh, the 27th chapter, verse 2, Then David rose and went over with 600 men who were with him to Achish, the son of Moak, king of Gath. And they build a friendship. And so Achish 
reading verse 6, and so Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore, Ziklag has been long to the kings of Judah to this day. So David and his 600 men went to Ziklag to have refuge from Saul. And so they stayed there. And I want to share with you that David, he becomes a warrior for this king. And in, in verse 8, it says, And David and his men went up and raided the Geshurites and the Gersites and the Amalekites. And reading verse 9, And whenever David attacked the land, he left neither man nor woman alive, but he took away the sheep, the oxen, the donkeys, the camels, and the apparel, and returned and came to Achish. So now Achish really builds a bond with David, right? He's bringing him all these goods. He's killing off the enemy. And so he says, you know, you're going to be a warrior for me for forever. And they build a bond. But then what happens is the Philistines are going to make war against Israel. And the king, Acher, is going to help them. And David, you know, he wants to go and help too. And so does the king want him to. But when he tells the Philistines this, the Philistines are going, whoa, no way. Isn't this David? Right? An Israelite? And they even recite what I read earlier of what the women said about him killing the 10,000. And so they tell the king, you tell David, he's not coming to battle with us. That's not happening. And I have to think God's hand was in on that because he would be actually fighting against his homeland, Israel. Yeah. So the king goes to him and says, they're not, they're not having it, so go home. Go back to the land I gave you. And so we're going to start reading in chapter 30, verse 1. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south of Ziklag, attacked Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women and those who were there. From small to great, they did not kill anyone, but they carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And they were so distraught that they even wanted to stone David. They were thinking about stoning David. And this is what David does. Reading verse 8. So David acquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? 
And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Now, what stands out to me here, or at least one thing, is this is David. David went up against Goliath, who stood over nine feet tall, and he killed him, cut his head off. Then he's a warrior. I just read to you what he did for this other king, right? And now his family has been taken his village has been burned. His, his countrymen that are with him want to stone him. You would think David would just jump on the horse and say, let's roll. Let's capture our lost and kill everyone that's there. But he doesn't. No. He does what you and I need to do. Take it to the Lord. Pray in supplication. Listen to the Spirit of God for the answer that you need, no matter what it is. And then praise Him for the answer, whatever it is. Amen? Amen. You see, the Spirit of God would fall upon men in the Old Testament when needed. They didn't have it 24-7 like you and I do if you're saved today. You believe that Jesus came incarnated in human form to die for the sins of the world. The ones who accept him and was buried and rose on the third day. And have repented of their sinful ways and have been filled with the Holy Spirit. They didn't have it like you and I do. Where we can pray to the Lord all day long. We can have Jesus on our mind all day long and he's helping us. Praise God. Praise Yeshua. Amen. Amen. But the word says that when Samuel anoints David by the instructions of God to be the new king of Israel, that the spirit of the Lord is, comes upon him from that day forward. And so this is how he is able to pray in supplication earnestly about this important thing. And God gives him that answer. And so when you get close to the Lord, and you start praying and supplication and fasting, taking communion and walking with Jesus. And you will grow closer and closer. The Holy Ghost has power over sin. And the Holy Spirit will help you conquer sin by simply rebuking the devil in Jesus' name when he comes to you and tries to tempt you and he will flee. Cannot stand the name Jesus. Do you understand? So there's power there. Power in the Holy Spirit. Use it. Amen? Amen. So now, what happens here is obviously David goes, he recovers everything, all the women and children that were taken, and he kills everybody there. And then he takes all their goods. Because God is with David and he is with you. If you're saved today, amen? Amen. So feel powerful. Feel that power that's inside of you. But don't do anything unless you know God wants you to do it. All right? 
Right. I want to share this before I go to the next scripture. One time I was in a country, you know, I traveled to different countries to do mission work, to give out Bibles, to give the word, because you have to have the word to follow Jesus. And you have to have the Holy Spirit. That's what we were, we're learning today. And I went to a country where someone took advantage of me and took something that was owned by me. And I didn't know whether I should return to that country or not. And so I prayed earnestly in supplication for an answer from the Lord. And I turned randomly, randomly to the Bible, asking the Lord through the Holy Spirit, give me the answer. Should I go or should I not? And the scripture I read was this exact scripture. I, my eyes hit the book from the page that I turned to. And it said, and he answered him, pursue for you shall surely overtake them without fail and recover all. And brothers and sisters, I knew 110% that God wanted me to return to that land with no doubt. Amen? Amen. All right, so now let's go to the gospel, the New Testament. The New Testament is the gospel. The whole book is the truth. And the first four books are the gospel of Jesus. And so now we're going to the gospel of Jesus in the book of Luke, chapter 22. And here Jesus is instructing his disciples. Reading verse 36. Then he said to them, but now, he who has a money bag, let him take it. And likewise, a knapsack, and he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Now remember, we need to follow the Spirit and the Word of God to grow in grace with Jesus and to do the right thing. And here he's telling the disciples to buy a sword if you don't have one. What he's telling you, brothers and sisters, through the word of God, is you are to protect your family, your home, yourself. You're not gonna let somebody break into your house and rape your wife. No, you take that gun that you have bought and you take that person out. You're not going to let that happen. And God does not want you to let that happen. And that's what he's saying here. Protect your family, your loved ones. Do you understand? But we wouldn't know that if we didn't read it. So it's very important, brothers and sisters, that you, if you don't have a Bible, get one. And more importantly, read it every day. And many times, I know if you're a Christian, and most of you are that follow me, you will open, you'll read a chapter a day, and when you get to your chapter that day, God is talking to you about the very thing that is tugging on your heart, mind, and soul. The very thing you want an answer to is right there. It's not a coincidence. 
When you become a Christian, brothers and sisters, there are no coincidences. And when I asked for an answer and I randomly turned to that, and he answered me with that, that I shared with you, it's not a coincidence. So there's power in the Holy Spirit and there's power in the truth, the Word of God. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, I'd like to end with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless all the brothers and sisters that have heard this message today. Please lead us out of temptation throughout the week. Please keep evil from us throughout the week. And bless them with all their needs, wants, and desires. But Father, your will be done, not mine. I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters.